Welcome to Sleepless in St. Canard with Nostalgia Places Rum Cycles. I'm Kitty. And I'm Ange. And we haven't slept in 30 years. This is a podcast about the 90s classic cartoon Darkwing Duck or the more recentish comic misadventures of the Mass Meller. We're not monkeying around today. We're going to hear about a whole new ball game because nothing says Darkwing Duck like political ambitions. AKA, we're slipping out of our otherworldly trench coats and into something a bit more mayoral in the campaign carnage arc. I assume. I mean, the story could go anywhere. Very nice callback there. Thank you. We are on issue 14, which is part two of the campaign carnage arc. And yes, uh, we are moving forward into the campaign part of the carnage (laughs) (laughs) campaign portion of the carnage yes uh another new villain is going to be introduced so there's two covers for this one the first cover is the new villain in question and it's a little yellow cat in a giant red and yellow almost taurus bulba-esque stearminator suit but much bigger Mm -hmm. And Darkwing's jumping over and dodging him. And then in the second cover, it is once again Darkwing in like a wrestling ring. And he's getting the tar beaten out of him by the cat, little yellow cat, (laughs) in the giant red metallic suit. And Launchpad's in the background looking very concerned. And one shot the monkey is also there looking very pleased but i don't think he appears at all in this i guess it's just for the cover i guess they thought this character surely can't just be a one-shot character (laughs) despite his name and yet we are here we are so this issue is called catastrophe previously in darkwing duck is it it catastrophe like meow yes good (laughs) good you approve i do Darkwing Duck's hunt for the missing Morgana Macabre was drastically detoured by new villain One-Shot. After winning a pitcher's duel against the ball player, our hero ponders how he can juggle his superhero duties, all while dedicating his full attention to locating and rescuing Morgana. The answer is made clear when the mayor of St. Canard quits his post in the aftermath of One-Shot's attacks, leaving the door open for the purple powerhouse to step in and have an entire city at his disposal. So they're framing it as Darkwing can be the mayor, and then that will be his crime-fighting gig, and then in his spare time he can look for Morgana? I guess, but it does not make any sense. Just like I said last week, I feel like he was complaining about how he didn't have enough time, and now he's just going to go do something that takes up even more of his time. Okay. But logic is not really a thing here, so. Yes. It's never been uh, the strong suit of Darkwing Duck anyway, so that's fine. I was just... Because that, that sounds a bit more better on paper as far as, we'll just forget Morgana, I'm going to be mayor. This at least kind of includes his search for her. It weaves it in as, like, an overarching goal. Mm-hmm. So, we start off with Darkwing Duck giving a campaign speech. He's standing in front of a huge 
giant poster of himself that says vote Darkwing and there's all these reporters pointing their microphones at him and we see a bunch of supervillains on some TVs around him but they're not any supervillains from the show they're all completely random one of them is one shot another is a rhinoceros wearing I don't know goggles on its horns oh uh, another is a flamingo with a disgustingly long neck like a snake. Mm. There's a very disturbed-looking dog with a magnet on its head. A walrus with, like, a spacesuit. And then the one that disturbs me the most is it looks like a grizzly bear, but its head is a big, squishy, like, gross brain. Oh. They're, um, they're just background okay. characters. They're I'm not gonna, even... I'm gonna... Hold on, I have to. I have to give them all names. Okay. So there's Brainington Bear, um, Flamingo. Uh, who who is some of the other ones? There's a dog with a magnet head. Pole. Hmm. I say polar pup. It's like polar opposites of polarity pup. Okay. Polarity is great. Wait, okay. Uh, or some of the other ones. A rhinoceros with, like, goggles rhinoceros on. rhinoceros with goggles, okay. He can be <laughs> horny boy. <laughs> <laughs> and then there was, like, the, looks like a seal or, not a seal. Uh... Oh, walrus, space walrus. Uh, he can be Captain Fielding, the universe's finest lover. Good to know. <laughs> I'm available for freelance, uh, villain naming uh just drop us a line <laughs> as as for uh naming and creativeness we've got darkwing here making an incredibly long speech i don't know if i want to go over all of this but fellow citizens over the past few weeks you have witnessed what could have been a surge of skullduggery and sin as a wave of new threats has emerged from the shadows terrorizing the fair people of the city but I, Darkwing Duck, the purple paragon of peace, could not stand for such fiendish foolishness. And I know my fellow St. Canardians couldn't either. So I'm proud to say I have placed every one of these villains where they belong, behind bars. I guess he's referring to the aforementioned villains on the television screens that you just named for us. Mm, yes, yes. So, okay, so that was going to be my question, being like, so one shot is worse than an entire universe of like multiverse of dark wings being dumped but i'm saying like there so time has passed and he has yes got some hoodlums in the clink yes i know words i know words he says but fighting in the streets is no longer enough i want to take the fight to the red tape and brutish bureaucracy that plagues our city government i am the terror that flaps in the night I am the change you demanded. I am Darkwing Duck, the next mayor of St. Canard. I really wish that his, like, mayoral poster or his, like, you know, campaign poster would have been upside down. Like, picture of him in, um, oh my god. What was the episode we just watched? Oh, Let's Get Respectable with Tom Lockjaws. (laughs) Yes, and his picture is just upside down. There seems to be a lot of, like, respect for Darkwing in the comics, which is just, uh, I mean, it's fine. It's the story they wanted to tell, I guess. But it would just be so funny if just the, the dude that was printing out his giant campaign poster just messed it up. <laughs> it would be anyway. perfect. 
Continue. He says, I know what you're going to ask, O oh loyal press corp, but Darkwing, what political experience do you have? My experience doesn't come from the old boys club found in City Hall. I was too busy being out on patrol, sharpening my skills by saving all of you from evil. And then we see even more random villains. One of them is a horse that looks like it's made out of a sponge or some kind of weird material. And a, what kind of looks like a beagle boy with a long twirly mustache and buck teeth and a green hat. Kind of like the Riddler. Okay. Um... So the horse is um, sea sponge horse. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy with the mustache is the French connection. Okay. All of your names somehow are going to manage to be better than one of the upcoming villains' oh, okay. <laughs> names, which we'll get to. So okay. he continues... What other politician has the strength, speed, and ability to do this? And then he goes through a whole bunch of shaking everybody's hands and kissing a row of babies. And then somebody asks, Mr. Wingduck, what are your plans regarding the destruction happening in downtown? And he's just kind of like, what? Because he has no idea. And they're like, you have seen the footage, right? And he's like, uh, of course. Pan out to St. Canard, which is being decimated. And a bunch of cops are saying, what is that? Is it a tank? Is it a cat? And you see this silhouette of this huge lumbering thing in the wreckage and debris. And it shouts, I am cat-tankerous. There is nothing that can stop me. Time to make myself a little elbow room. And then he proceeds to smash down a bunch of buildings and ruin everything. Just like a cat. Yes. St. Canard is the glass of water you don't want him to smack off the table. But he will, and there's nothing you can do to stop him. Nothing at all. You just boop his snoot and tell him he's a good boy. Well, Darkwing is still at his campaign thing, and he's watching this on the TV with all the reporters. And Cat Tankeris is saying, Any police, army, or Boy Scout troop that comes after me will be crushed. I demand only one roadblock to demolish Darkwing Duck. And then Darkwing says in little tiny letters, but there was going to be a big musical number. I've been practicing and everything. And Goslin from behind the curtains backstage says, time to stop the talk, get into action. And Darkwing swings across the, I guess, stage slash stadium and says, be right back. After I save the city, we can talk about my stunning new strategy for parking meters. Stunning. Thrilling. And now we move to a new character that I absolutely cannot stand. It's a good way to lead in. <laughs> but hyping it up. Well, we start with Weber Wal Walters, who is not the character that I cannot stand. She's fine. I'm fine with good Web old Webwa Walters. Web Walters. I'm, I I got no beef with her. She says, "This is Webwa Web Walters reporting." As we speak, Darkwing Duck has swung into action yet again. But can the caped candidate convince voters that his role as the terror that flaps in the night won't distract from his duties during the day as St. Canard's mayor? Here, with an opinion, is city councilwoman and opposing mayoral candidate Constance Adention. Constance Adention. Attention. Mm-hmm. And it's this woman who looks like, okay... This was written in 2010, I think. Uh, who was that 
politician of yours, the one who called. <laughs> I didn't even have to. <laughs> yeah, the one I that knew exactly who it was gonna be. Yeah, yeah. Fan. I I feel like they. This was almost like the the design is a woman with black hair that's in a stupid hairstyle with these two little I don't even know what pigtails and she has glasses and she just looks like a standard politician lady but I feel like there was like a Sarah Palin inspiration in here somewhere okay so Constance a tension yes or a tension technically okay so Webwa says you've expressed some very strong reservations about Darkwing and here she goes she says, I'm only airing the concerns that every good citizen in St. Canard is having whenever Darkwing Duck is around. Mayhem and property damage is not far behind. This shady character has been known to use the phrase, let us get dangerous. Now, is that the kind of attitude we want for the individual running our city? And then Webwa says, but Constance, after several years of reporting on Darkwing Duck and conducting two teary post-award show interviews with him, I believe he is the only individual out there capable of battling certain destructive forces. So I guess Webb was on his side. I guess so. But I also, I, I kind of want those tearful uh, post-award show interviews to just to be him crying that he didn't win. Because... <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine that he won anything in that tearful. I mean, anyway. Yes, and it would have been Gizmo Duck who obviously would have won. Gizmo Duck. Obviously, like I don't even think that Darkwing should have been on her show. Quite honestly, if they're sticking to the Darkwing in uh, show canon. But anyway, I was not a consultant on this. <laughs> well. Constance says, if it was only that easy with the notoriety and headline-grabbing behavior being so infectious, we have to ask ourselves if he might be the very cause of St. Kennard's unique crime problem. This next page, we kind of get an overlay of, we switch between Darkwing Duck battling Cat Tancris, and at the same time, we're getting Constance doing her talk at the same time, and it kind of switches between the two. So Constance is saying, Darkwing Duck has been a fixture of St. Kennard for a long time. Why now is he running for mayor? Could he have an ulterior motive? And then we switch back to Cantankerous is about to crush a cop into nothing. And the cop's saying, don't hurt me. I like cats. My brother married one. (laughs) I hope it's an anthropomorphic cat. but One can only hope. (laughs) My lord. And then Darkwing says, leave that man alone. For one, I need the backing of the police union. You wanted a roadblock, Cat Tankerous? Well, meet the unbreakable barricade. And then Cat Tankerous picks up a car and throws it at Darkwing. And Darkwing says, hey, kitty, what have I ever done to you? And Cat Tankerous says, so many urges, so much power, like nothing I've ever felt before. And Darkwing points his gas gun at him and says, well, don't get used to it, buster. Suck gas, evildoer. And then Cat Tankerous grabs his gas gun and just crushes it in his giant metal hand. And Darkwing's like, oh, that's the second time this week. Gas isn't cheap, you know. Uh, Which especially is... now. Yeah, especially now. Um, so is this cat, like, in an enclosed robot? Or is he just kind of plopped inside? He's a tiny little... He's a tiny little boy. cat plopped inside a giant metal suit. Okay. So it's not like he's got 
a Buzz Lightyear helmet covering up himself, so the gas would have affected him? Yes. Okay. He has a hat on his head that looks, it's like a metal helmet-y thing, but his face is uncovered. Is he adorable? Yes. He's pretty cute. Okay, good. Darkwing decides to punch this being made of metal, and of course that doesn't work, (laughs) and his hand does the thing where it crackles like it's about to fall apart. Oh, and then it does in the next panel. He says, I sure hope no one saw that. And then in the corner, we see Constance saying, we did. (laughs) So the next panel, once again, we're going back and forth. Darkwing is continuing to fight Cat Tankeress, who's just, you know, throwing everything, including an entire Stardust building at Darkwing. And Darkwing's just thinking to himself, every new thug seems to have a chip on their shoulder about me. And it's all been right from the start of their careers before I've even taken them down. Of course, the super crime amps up when I'm trying something new, trying to make it so I can find Morgana. And on the side, the same time as he's thinking all this, we get commentary from Constance. She says, At every one of my rallies, I hear people wonder if, even as a superhero, Darkwing hasn't lost his touch. So to see him try to grab onto more power is frankly laughable. And, not to make this personal, but has the guy ever even had a girlfriend? (laughs) Bitch! What is wrong with you? What does that even mean? Who cares? Um, also, I, this is, again, just framing it, like, I don't, I guess I don't really know how much time has passed between, you know, the whole Quackworks thing, and then Darkwing starting fighting crime again, but you know, she's going out about how he's been a staple for so long and all this stuff. Like, do we know in this, you know, iteration of St. Canard how long Darkwing was off the streets? No, they didn't. I don't think they gave a precise number. I want to say it was probably like a year. Yeah, I guess because Goslin is still a little kid. Mm-hmm. So it couldn't have been that long. Okay. So, yeah. It's, it's just really just giving him more credit than he's, you know, should have anyway. But yeah, go ahead. So this nosy woman, which, lady, what business is it of yours? And what does that have to do with anything? Even if he didn't have a girlfriend, what if he didn't like girls? Like, what business? I don't know why. That that part always really bothered me. Yeah, it's just stupid. It's just a stupid thing to say. Well, it has even uh, done it. <laughs> The Virgin Darkwing versus the Chad (laughs) Constance. (laughs) Like, does he even... (laughs) And I guess the idea is that it's supposed to be juxtaposed because the panels are set up so that Darkwing is thinking about how he's trying to find Morgana and she's asking the question at the same time. So it's supposed mm-hmm. to be like, I don't know, it's supposed to have some meaning behind it, but I don't like it. Yeah. This comic so far, like, I feel so much even in these last few, like the one shot one and this one, it feels like they're shifting away from using canon characters, which are already so strong. And then there's certainly characters that they could have called in to be villains that 
they just are ignoring like Isis Vanderchill, who didn't get much to do. Splatter Phoenix would have been probably amazing in a comic because it's purely a visual thing. Like they could have had so much fun, but they just keep creating these half baked villains for themselves, which you know is, is part of the fun, I guess, of of you know writing your own comic and not having to stay in the you know the sandbox of the show. But this isn't really what what we need they were trying to hint that all these new villains were showing up out of nowhere and they all were already gunning for darkwing for no particular reason and they're trying to give us like a hint that there's an overall reason for that and i guess if they tried to use previous villains they wouldn't be able to do that i suppose it's what i I mean you know you know the whole scope of the story i certainly don't but i just because you know the it's fine. Wish there was more Megavolt. <laughs> yeah. The thing is, is that you're right, because even from the scope of me knowing this, I only know this because I've read the story already. For you as a reader who is currently learning it the first time and reading it through the first time, it should make sense, you know? Like, it shouldn't make sense in retrospect, or at least, I mean, it's not done properly where it doesn't really... You know, stories that require you to, like, read it all the way to the end to unravel the mystery. I feel like people generally aren't very good at doing that, so. Well, I will eat my hat if this turns out to be Camille Chameleon. That would be nice, but no. Shucks. Just going to go ahead and spoil that for you. Anyways, Goslin says, forget what this blabbermouth is saying about Dad. I believe in Darkwing. And uh, Launchpad says, well, sure, we all do Goslin, but you mean in the general sense of the word, right? Because I know you're not so hot on this mayor thing. And Goslin says, I wasn't. I mean, I guess I just never saw Dad as an authority figure. But I see how much he's willing to fight for it and still fight crime at the same time. I know this is what he wants, and I want it for him. Which is weirdly supportive she's not supportive she's she's weirdly um in tune to darkwing's ambitions and political standings i don't know it's also kind of funny that she doesn't see her own father as an authority figure yes (laughs) yes i mean that that checks out though oh goslin she seems i don't know she just doesn't sound like goslin when she talks Mm -hmm. yeah so she and launchpad are watching the news and it does a close-up on Cat Tankeris's face and just like last time with one shot where his pupils had those little creepy smiling faces I was gonna ask if he had creepy smiley face eyes he does and Goslin gasps and she says be right back uh I'm on a fundraising mission so Darkwing we're back to him he's fighting Cat Tankeris still and it is not going well. He throws some kind of glue at Cat Tagoras. Hold on. Time out real quick. So were Goslin and Launchpad watching at the Mallard house? No, they were still uh, okay. at the... what the At the rep or whatever. Yeah, at the stupid thing gotcha. backstage. Gotcha. Understood. So, so I was about to say, wait, she, she booked it real fast. <laughs> no. But Darkwing throws some glue at Cat Tankeris to try and trap him. And Cat Tankeris says, don't you get it? I'm not just speed, I'm strength. And he rips himself out of the glue. And Darkwing's like, uh, okay. Your malevolent mold of mindless destruction is over. Brains beat 
brawn because brains make gadgets. And then he throws a whole bunch of stuff at him. He throws those, what do you call them when it's like two balls on a on a rope and then you throw the rope and it wraps around the person? A bolo, I think. I think you're correct. He throws that. A bolo? Something like that. He throws that. He throws some kind of trick thing at him. Flamethrowers, uh, water, and nothing seems to be stopping this cat. And Cat Tankerous grabs him by the scruff of his shirt and says, Enough games! And Darkwing spritzes him with a spray called Anti-Cat Spray. And he says, How about a mint? And Cat Tankerous just continues to rampage. And we get another shot of all of St. Canard from afar, and all the city blocks are just slowly crashing, coming to a fall. I think he could have just opened a can of tuna, and it would have been over. That would have been smart. Or even if it was the cat, like, not even the cat, be gone. Just a spray bottle. Just, like, spray him in the face with some water. Bad cat. (laughs) Get off that. Yeah. Well, we got Weber Walters here. She says, it looks like newcomer villain Cat Tankerous is already too much for Darkwing Duck. With this poor showing, it's not just Constance A. Denshin asking if the terror that flaps in the night is all flapped out. Darkwing saying to himself, this is just too much. Maybe this hero slash mayor thing is more than I can. And then he trips, falls over. Cat Tankerous grabs him by the throat and starts squeezing him. And then out of nowhere, (laughs) the thunderquack just swoops down and crashes straight into Cat Tankerous and then splits in two because... Nothing can stop this tank of a cat. And Launchpad is sitting in the Thunderquack, which is completely in two halves. And he says, well, I'm out of ideas. And Darkwing says, what on earth? And then Launchpad continues, can stop this guy. And then Cat Tankerous says, oh boys, look what the cat dragged in. And he picks up a giant piece of debris to crush them. And then Goslin shows up and she says, hey, Pipsqueak, stop being such a bully. And Cat Tankerous stops, and he looks over her at her, and he goes, Goslin? And then, of course, Darkwing also sees Goslin, and he's like, Goslin! Darkwing leaps at Cat Tankerous, and he says, if you lay a fingernail on her, you... And then Cat Tankerous grabs him again and throws him into some uh, power lines. He hits the power lines, flies backwards, and he hits Cat Tankerous in the head on his way, and it pulls both him and Cat Tankerous together across the screen. And Darkwing is now left holding Cat Tankerous, who is a really tiny little cat child, like Goslin sized. Okay. And Darkwing's holding him up by the scruff. And Darkwing says, Wait a minute, you almost destroyed the whole city, and you're not old enough for a driver's license? And Cat Tankerous says, I can has destruction. This was at the height of lolcats. Yeah, I can has cheeseburger. Yeah. But right now he's literally the little cat meme that's, Father, I crave violence! (laughs) Yes. Darkwing's still holding him by the scruff and he's trying to swing and punch at him and he says, I must destroy you! I must! And Darkwing's like, "Uh, how about you explain yourself instead, short stack? And so he goes into his villain origin story. He says, why not? Let's just keep the embarrassment going. And we go back in time to school where Goslin is sitting in class 
and Kat Tancris is her classmate sitting behind her. And also in the background, we see uh, PJ, Max, and Pistol from Goof Troop make a little cameo. Is this the preppy school where she's wearing the school yes, uniform? Yes, correct. Okay. And he's also wearing a uniform even at the moment. So okay. he says, before I became Kat Tancris, I was Mortimer L. Marquand. I sat behind the lovely and gentle Goslin in biology. And then Darkwing interrupts and says, gentle? And then he continues, not that I could concentrate on studies while in that class. And it's him gazing adoringly at Goslin. And Goslin's like, gross. And then he continues, she never noticed me. And I hadn't the courage to say anything until the chaos with all the different Darkwings. That's when I saw something magical. My dream girl became a superhero cyborg. It was then and there that I knew how to finally win her heart. <sighs> so, it, and, and it's uh, calling back to when the little flying monkey Darkwings were invading the school and she transformed into Gosmoduck at the school. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he witnessed this. And I, I still don't really understand his logic here, but he continues... I saw her working side by side with Darkwing Duck. I knew I had to build my own superpowered identity so that we could be together. And then we see an early attempt at what looks like the gizmo suit, but made out of pots and pans and a microwave. And he says, it didn't quite take. And then he says, then out of the blue, my life changed forever. A mysterious package we see has arrived at his front door with a note. Pain on it, I'm sure. Yes, with ink on it. The note said, be a better man. I didn't quite know what it meant, but as soon as I touched that letter, I had a new feeling. I saw a way to win Goslin over. Beat Darkwing Duck in battle. Then there would be no (laughs) way she couldn't take notice. (laughs) Oh, it's so funny. But it's just, yeah, the hint, and you can see the ink is on his fingers. So the hint here is that when he got the letter and he touched it, it obviously did something to his little brain meats. Made them all kind of scrambled yeah and, and then he goes back and he says i guess you guys are going to call my parents huh and then we uh switch over to darkwing on the news and we can see mortimer and little handcuffs being guarded into the back of a police car <laughs> this small child oh, they should have just put him in a cat carrier oh my god that would have been so funny so Even if it's just like the back of the paddy wagon was a cat carrier Oh, missed opportunities. (laughs) So Darkwing's talking and he says, I couldn't have stopped Cat Tankerous without the help of some of St. Canard's finest citizens. I predict that under my leadership, the city will see so much more of this. And then a mysterious hand is holding a remote and I guess flicks on the TV as Darkwing says, hang on, this is like weird setup. Yeah, so Darkwing's still talking off screen. So said mayoral candidate Darkwing Duck. But after today, the city is still wondering if Darkwing Duck can actually handle the struggles of political office or that of a superhero, let alone both. So I guess that's some other person talking off screen. It's not very clear because we don't see who it is. Mm -hmm. And we see a new villain, a female villain wearing what is essentially a Mysterio. Is it the one with the big globey head? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, but the globe is kind of shaped like Morgana's beehive. Okay. Like it's got that weird light bulb shape to it and okay. can't see the person's face. It's just the bulb, but it's a woman. And she says, I bet you've got black hair and pigtails. 
Maybe. She says, you think you have them, don't you, Dark? Well, I'll see to it that you lose everything. Ha 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 ha, evil laughter, etc. Doesn't actually say that. I'm, I'm inserting I wish it that. Did. <laughs> no. I really wish it did. So we're back to Darkwing. He's once again where we started at the beginning, giving his speech to the reporters. And he says, my fellow citizens, thank you. The love and support I get from you, the greatest city in the world, is what makes risking my tail feathers so worth it. And then Launchpad steps in and says, it's you that leads the shining example, DW, right, everyone? And then all of a sudden, everybody in the audience gets really excited and is like, Launchpad McQuack, now there's a true hero. And Launchpad says, now, now, we're here to talk about how great my pal DW is. And they're all, I don't know, all these people in the audience who apparently know Launchpad are like, he's a CEO and a hero. Remember when he flew that plane into Cat Tankerous? That was awesome. He runs Quackworks. He should run the city. Launchpad for mayor. And then the last panel is everybody screaming, Launchpad for mayor. And Launchpad shrugging sheepishly while Darkwing is running his hands down his face like he's ready to murder everybody. And that's the end of this issue. Okay. I feel like anybody who's had a conversation with Launchpad would, would know that he's probably not mayor material. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's fine. I feel like he he actually might be a better mayor than Darkwing, though. So <laughs> there is that. Yeah. Yeah, so now we have not only a mayoral race with Darkwing, but now Launchpad is going to get in on it and compete. Yeah, I've only seen, like, random panels of this one, and I always just assumed that it was Darkwing versus Launchpad straight. Like, there must be a villain in there somewhere, <laughs> so I am kind of glad that it's not just a straight <laughs> mayoral race between Darkwing and Launchpad and that there are other things cooking but yeah there we go there we go that is issue number 14 of campaign carnage <laughs> what are your thoughts on this unveiling of these new villains like mortimer l marquand so it's mortimer l marquand m-a-r-q-u-a-n-d i feel like they could have made his middle initial an E and then no and that would be hmm. I'm trying to think of like a cat pun with his names like they're not doing a lot of puns here it's, I don't know I guess one shot was a pun and cat tankerous definitely was I retract my statement um, I don't know I don't I kind of like the idea of a little kid villain I wish he wasn't it's just purely uh Milady, <laughs> I don't really understand how it's how it's his. I mean, I guess he doesn't even really know why he does it because of the ink or whatever. Why um, destroying Darkwing is somehow going to get him in Goslin's good graces because she's a hero and he's leveling half the city. Like, if his goal was to be like her arch nemesis, like enemies to lovers. <laughs> maybe but also they're like nine so yeah I feel like we could have gone like a different route even just like making it so he thought she was cool and wanted to be her friend 
But then I guess that would open up the well. Then Goslin's mean if she doesn't want to be friends with this little cat. I don't. I really don't know. But I do want to look him up because I want to know what he looks. He's pr- actually like his his character design is pretty cute. I think. And he will make a reappearance in the Joe comics run later on down the road as well. I should also add that in the definitively dangerous edition, they completely changed his villain origin story. So everything that you just said, he has a crush on her and all that. They changed that completely. Oh, okay. Good. They even, he really does look like the Sterminator. Yeah. Like even color wise, could have, that up a bit. He kind of looks like Fievel goes westy, like a Don Bluth kind of cat person. Yeah, I, I couldn't quite place it too, because he does have something in the style of his design that feels familiar. Also, I don't know, like maybe like Oliver and Company, sort of, but no. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. I'm trying to find pictures of this kid and just not see spoilers oh there's a picture of goslin screaming in honger's face (laughs) okay i'm gonna close google now so yeah he's pretty cute pretty cute but it's also just i don't know like the i guess it's fine to add all different kinds of animals but in the show we had a pretty set group of you know character species that just kind of seems to be not a limitation at all in this comic book arc as we had the foxy lady in the foul disposition thing and i mean i guess the majority of them are still ducks so but it is a little weird because you're right in the series most of them were either ducks or dog faces and every so often you might get an unusual different creature like Dwayne. I think Dwayne, what was he, a weasel or a fox or something in the vampire potato episode, Beauty and the Beat? Oh, gosh, I don't even know. I think he was a weasel. Vampire potato episode was Night of the Living Spud, I think. Oh, you're right. You're absolutely right. So, I mean, every so often, but it wasn't, you're right. Like, most of the comic, they're very, they draw everything. There's parrots, Mm. pigs, uh... I don't even know what some of these species well, are. Well, there were pigs in the show because there was Ham, the bully from That's Darkwing's true. Past. Yeah. So I guess it's fine. It's just, you know, I don't know. It just kind of like, oh, we're just throwing everybody in here now. I guess it works. I don't know. I also, I, I was going to look up Constance Blesserface, but then I kind of spoiled it, I guess, uh, even though I knew that she was going to be Mysterio. Don't worry, we'll get to her anyways. Okay. <laughs> we'll get to her in, I think it's the next issue? One of the next Favorite issues. character? Ugh. It's just, <laughs> remember how I was complaining about femme appeal and just the whole, mm-hmm. like, they're not allowed to be characters who happen to be women and characters. There has to be something around them that points out that they are also women. Mm-hmm. And that's just going to happen again. That's that's stay tuned for next week when we when you get to hear me complain about that. Oh, good. So that one will be a 45 minutes rant about and talking about this character. And you know what? I'm here for it. I'm ready for it. I welcome it. But until then, friends, remember, 
That crime and cat pancreas don't sleep, and neither do we. I can has destruction. It has destruction. Heck, I'm a kitty cat. <laughs> 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 <laughs>